In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Once again, a year later, I find myself blessed to be with you. I'm Father Panayotis Bosnos, the spiritual advisor to OCF's Student Leadership Board. And we're here gathering with other young college students from across the country for our work days to prepare for the ministry of OCF and a leadership institute in the coming days with other leaders and young college students from around the country. It always happens around this time of year, and this is the second year that this is taking place in Dallas, so again, I find myself blessed uh, to be preaching here so close to the feast of the falling asleep of the Theotokos. And so while we had a particularly important gospel reading today, given that tomorrow is the feast of the falling asleep, I do want to speak about the Theotokos, about her chemises, her falling asleep, and what it means for us, and the fact that I'll be traveling home uh, means that like a comedian or somebody in show business, I get to try out my material on a different market and then bring it back home for a full debut. In the popular piety of the church, the falling asleep of the Theotokos is commonly called the summer Pascha. And that's what I want to talk to us about today, that summer Pascha, and how the falling asleep of the Virgin Mary is in fact a Pascha. And not just for her, but a foretelling of our own. But before I do that, just to familiarize everyone with the feast, before the Theotokos, the mother of God, fell asleep in the Lord, she received a vision telling her that she would. And she said that she would like to be surrounded by all of the apostles again. So the Holy Spirit went around the world to all of the apostles who were preaching in the various lands, the far-off places of the world, and brought them all mystically as the writings of the church tell us, through the clouds and transported them so they could be at her bedside to bow and hold the hand of the Panagia to receive her blessing as she fell asleep. And then she gave up her soul. But Thomas, who we heard about just this morning in the Orthros Gospel, Thomas wasn't there. And while you might fault him for the fact that he wasn't there with the disciples, after Christ resurrected and they were all gathered together, you can't really give this guy too much of a hard time when the Holy Spirit decided not to pick him up and bring him through the clouds and bring him there on the right day. But he arrived four days late. And on the fourth day he came and he said that he wanted to see the Theotokos. He wanted to see her body. He wanted to have that same experience just like with Christ of holding her hand. And so they opened her tomb, and as they opened her tomb, they looked in and they saw that her body was not there. And looking up, they saw that her son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, was carrying her up into the heavenly kingdom, and she was assumed. And this is what we celebrate. And to commemorate this, the church gives us the hymn for the feast that says, You fell asleep, yet you did not desert the world, O Theotokos. You were translated unto life. Those words are important for us. You are translated unto life because that's where we get this understanding of a summer Pascha. Now, Pascha is the Greek word for Passover, and it's the reason that we call the celebration of Easter Pascha. It is because Christ truly fulfills and gives meaning to the Passover. In the ancient days, the Israelites were held as slaves to death. They were worked until they would fall down in the fields of Pharaoh. And he tormented them 
killing them. And there was no future, no hope, no life for them. Instead, the best they could hope for was death. And the Lord comes and he delivers them. They pass over the Red Sea. And they go from the land that was once a land of death to the land of milk and honey, to a land of life. And the entire time they're doing that, God is with them, with them, guiding them the whole way. And so this feast in the Old Testament, the Exodus, the entire book of Exodus, is the description of the Passover, passing from death into life. And that is what Christ himself does when he ascends the cross, when he willingly gives up himself for us and is entombed in the earth. He then arises. He passes from death into life, ascending once again to his Father and sending down upon us the Holy Spirit. But he takes our human life. He experiences and suffers death and triumphs over it and passes from death into life. Now, we might think that this resurrection is something that is reserved just for Christ, but it's not. The assumption of the Theotokos, her dormition and her assumption into the heavenly kingdom with her body is the fulfillment of Christ's promise to us. St. Paul tells us that if we have been united with Christ in the likeness of his death, certainly we also will be united with him in the likeness of his resurrection. And so, his mother, who lived her life following his will, who had united herself to him, died as he did. And yet, her death was not the end. Yet, her death became the opportunity for her, for her Pascha, for her Passover into life. Remember, she was translated unto life. That is what we sing about. That is what we celebrate. We celebrate the fact that the Virgin Mary has her own Pascha. For the last two weeks, if you look, the church has been celebrating this feast day tomorrow in the same way that we celebrate the Lord's Pascha with a period of fasting, with prayers to the Theotokos. It's even become common in some of our churches to celebrate the Lamentations. On Good Friday, when we stand around the Kavuklion with an epitaphio and we sing to Christ as he's interred, there are similar hymns for the Theotokos, the Mother of God. And so the church mirrors these two and tries to tell us that what we celebrate on August 15th is a continuation and a fulfillment of what we celebrate with the Lord's Pascha. But the question then becomes, what for us? If we remember back to the scriptures, Christ is told that his mother is outside looking for him as he's preaching in a house. And he says, who are my mother and my brothers and my sisters? He says, those who follow the will of my father, they are my mother, my brothers, and my sisters. And St. Augustine says in his commentary on this passage, that there is no one on earth more worthy of the title of mother than the Panagia, the Theotokos, the Virgin Mary, because there is none among us who has followed his will so fully. But he leaves that possibility open to all of us 
to mirror an image and do the same. He says, if you want to be like my mother, then follow the will of my Father who is in heaven. This celebration on August 15th of the Panagia's Pascha, her translation unto life, her resurrection, her experience of God's heavenly kingdom. This is something that is not promised just to her. This is something that she receives not just because she is the greatest among us, but she is the greatest among us and therefore an example to us. So as the Lord teaches, if we follow his will, not our own, but his, if we truly live every day seeking to fulfill the will of God, learning through fasting to curb our own will, learning to love our brothers and sisters as he does, even when that's difficult, learning to find humility as the Theotokos did, never living a large and brash life, but a faithful and quiet ministry, and yet a strong, strong ministry when she went to the grave, when she went to the cross when no one else would. When we live our life united to Christ's will, then this Pascha becomes not just a Pascha of the Theotokos, not just a Pascha of Christ, but we, faithful Christians who live the will of God, can look forward to our own Pascha. We can look forward to the time when we fall asleep and are translated from death into life, when we will be embraced in the body and the bosom of our Lord and be brought into his heavenly kingdom to be with him into eternity. This is a promise for all of mankind, and this is the salvation that Christ came to bring and to deliver to us. If only we will be like his mother. If only we will follow the will of God. Amen.